my friends, family, and chosen family, welcome. My name is Andrea Davidson, and aside from the fact that I had to take on a few in-between-the-good-times food industry jobs to pay the rent, I have been a professional musician for most of my life. In the hustle of the record, the publishing and production deals, touring and trying to find my place in the industry, I was quietly dealing with a list of perpetual chronic health issues that catalyzed me to question whether or not what I'd been told by doctors my whole life was actually true. Does diet affect the way I feel and look? Could I actually reverse my chronic health issues and improve my mental health through nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle changes? Does the way I'm thinking about myself and the world around me actually affect my reality? And do I have the capacities to positively change that perspective and therefore my reality? Absolutely. All right. So I'm officially the proud owner of Be Well Natural Health Store here in downtown Rogersville, Tennessee. And this podcast is intended to be a resource of empowering information for you. No matter if you live in the area or if you're a part of our online community, whether you're looking to take your first step towards better health or your 10,000th, Be Well welcomes you. Hey there. Today, we are going to talk about the six foundations of health and how they support proper function and overall wellness of the body. If you're someone who's been dealing with chronic health issues and can't quite get the answers you're looking for with conventional protocols, listen up. The six foundations are nutrition, digestion, blood sugar regulation, minerals, fatty acids, and hydration. Let's start with nutrition. What we put into our bodies will directly affect their structure and function. I always want to stress here that along with the physiological happenings, it also can greatly affect our perception of our body and our realities in general. Food can give us energy and clarity and strength and the willpower to wake up and do the things we want. Or food can make us so foggy and tired and sick that even if we have a million things to be grateful for, we won't be able to enjoy them. Food is highly, highly bio-individualized. And as much as we may want to hop on board with the specified food regimen we see maybe working for somebody else, the best thing we can do is learn as much as we can, but then cultivate the ability to listen to our own unique bodies and what they are calling for. Generally speaking, with your carbs, which I highly recommend retaining from real food like fruits and veggies and nuts and seeds and grains or legumes, just soak them properly so you can digest them better. You want to get somewhere around 22 to 40 percent of calories from carbs. Fat is your friend when you get it from sources that are nourishing and not toxic. These are things like grass-fed dairy, butter, ghee, olive oil, avocado, avocado oil, nuts, seeds, fish, coconut. Avoid highly processed refined vegetable oils that you will find in most food that is boxed or bagged. These will create all kinds of inflammation from weight gain to arthritis to brain issues. Recommended range for fats is 28 to 58 percent of caloric intake. Protein is best when it's complete. Sourcing from properly pasture-raised and grass-fed cows or organic pasture-raised chickens and pork. Despite what we've been told, some of the most nourishing food you can eat, specifically when you've got compromised digestion is from animals. Also, chia seeds, hemp seeds, pea protein, nutritional yeast, which sounds really gross, but it's actually amazing. Quinoa, 
these are all complete proteins. Typically, you want 19 to 35% of your intake to be protein. In Michael Pollan's book, Food Rules, he lists a few things that are, generally speaking, great rules for eating. Number one, don't eat anything your great-grandmother wouldn't recognize as food. Number two, don't eat anything with more than five ingredients or ingredients you can't pronounce. Number three, stay out of the middle of the supermarket shop on the perimeter of the store. Number four, don't eat anything that won't eventually rot. Number five, it's not just what you eat, but how you eat. Number six, enjoy meals with people you love. Number seven, don't buy food where you buy gasoline. Awesome. Next up is digestion. Digestion is so very important because simply stated, it must be properly functioning in order to get the nutrients we need to live in a state of wellness. Literally every single one of our trillions of cells are dependent on digestion to receive what they need. Digestion actually begins in the brain and nervous system, and this is us thinking about food and smelling food. Next is through the mouth where it hits the tongue and ingestion begins when we begin chewing and mixing our food with saliva, which contains a few enzymes like lipase and amylase to break down the food next through the esophagus next into the stomach into the small intestine where it teams up with the liver and gallbladder and pancreas then finally into the large intestine where it will be excreted as stool something to think about that's so simple yet so important to chew thoroughly it makes it so much easier on the body to break down and absorb the food making sure you have enough hcl which is hydrochloric acid in your stomach that's what helps break down food primarily protein. Make sure you have adequate digestive enzymes. Make sure you have enough good gut flora to fight off any of the bad guys you might be taking in through food or other things. Make sure you're pooping at least once a day. Some people come into the shop saying it's normal for them to go a few times a week. I say please don't mistake common for normal. Next up, blood sugar regulation. The more I learn about chronic disease in the body and how to find relief from it, the more I learn that blood sugar dysregulation and insulin resistance is at the heart of many of them. Did you know that in clinical research, which often doesn't show up in a doctor's office for like a decade at least, um, they're beginning to refer to various kinds of brain inflammation like dementia and Alzheimer's as type 3 diabetes. I had someone come into the shop saying they had to eat a piece of candy to get their blood sugar normal again. Uh, wrong. To regulate blood sugar, we've got to focus on complete proteins and lots of nourishing fats and carbs that come from real food. Period. When you get your blood sugar balanced, you're going to notice a clearer mind, clearer skin, more sustained energy, less cravings, less inflammation, and better sleep, amongst many other things. You will also notice when you cut out all the edible food-like substances that you can find in the grocery store, they're not even going to look or sound as good to you. Your taste buds will literally change. Just be patient, I promise you. Okay, next up, minerals. Minerals are considered part of the spectrum of essential nutrients. Essential meaning the body doesn't make them, so we have to get them from food. The macro minerals are magnesium, phosphorus, calcium, and potassium, which are needed for so many things, including hundreds of enzymatic reactions in the body, fat, carb, and protein metabolism, cardiovascular health, immune health, DNA production and function, ATP function, maintaining proper body pH, and much, much more. Getting enough calcium isn't as much the issue for people these days, by the way. It's the cofactors that are necessary to ensure that it's properly being absorbed. And the cofactors are hormone function, hydration, other minerals, vitamins, fatty acids, and proper digestion. 
the micro minerals are iron, zinc, copper, chromium, selenium, iodine, boron, manganese, molybdenum, never say that right, lithium, rubidium, and we need them all too, guys, all right? So where can we get them? Well, things like nuts, almonds, cashew, Brazil nuts, sea vegetables, other greens like collard kale and turnip greens, parsley. You can get it from yogurt, whole milk, cheddar cheese, from meat, fish, avocados, beans, lentils, garlic, pumpkin seeds. Uh, Because of the shift that we've had in monoculture farming practices, I will say it's a little bit harder to get the mineral content and food that we used to be able to get. So supplementation can actually really, really help. Uh, The most common deficiencies are calcium, iodine, iron, magnesium, and zinc. The next foundation is fatty acids. So fats equal around 15% of our body weight. Fats stabilize and optimize energy. They enhance brain function, create hormone balance, help with inflammation in the body, and they are also very helpful with satiety and food cravings. Plus, they make food taste so much better. When you're not getting enough or the right kind of fats, you can see musculoskeletal, endocrine, cardiovascular, immune, skin, and mood issues. Most fats are a combination of saturated, monounsaturated, and polyunsaturated fats. The essential fatty acids are linoleic acid, which is LA or omega-6s, and alpha-linolenic acid, which is omega-3s. There are four other fats that are conditionally essential. That is GLA, arachidonic acid, EPA, and DHA. The last foundation is hydration. Water makes up about 55 to 60% of our total body mass. Its function is everything from transporting nutrients, regulating body temperature, removing waste and toxins, enabling proper digestive function, cushioning the bones and joints, improving cell-to-cell communication to preventing tissues from getting sticky. The best thing you can do is to get water from a natural spring, which if you go to findaspring.com and put your area in, you can see where they are. If you don't have access to that, you know, you use like reverse osmosis water, just make sure you remineralize it, all right? You can use trace mineral drops or cell food drops or lemon or lime or cucumber or Himalayan salt, any unrefined salt. If you have to use tap water, there's a KDF55 in combination with a coconut shell carbon. That's an excellent filtration option. So... I always heard that you were supposed to get half your body weight in fluid ounces, but according to the Natural Academy of Medicine, there is extreme variability in water needs, and there's not a single level of water intake that would ensure adequate hydration for optimal health. So it's dependent on things like activity level, how much processed food and sugar you're eating, or caffeine you're drinking, if you're taking medications, if you're dealing with chronic or acute disease, or if you're pregnant or lactating. All of these conditions would mean more water. Also keep in mind as we age, our thirst signals decline and we actually do need more water. So the best thing you can do, listen to your body. When you're thirsty, drink. Drink pure water throughout the day and check out the color of your urine. Make sure it's kind of a light yellow or a straw color. All right, you all. This is it. Thank you so much for listening. I am going to close it out with a song that I wrote called Love to Love You. Be Everything else but your mask made of steel Cause I love 
Of the seas and the last bit of sun on the top of the 